Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Pep's Milk Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The first evaporated milk, Pep Milk, presents Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Elvie Allman, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The show is written by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie and directed by Max Hutto with music by the Kingsman and Billy Mills Orchestra. Well, just 20 more days till Christmas. And it'll be a real Christmas with homemade cookies and candies. And do you know that with Pep's evaporated milk, you can make the most delicious Christmas cookies and candies you ever tasted? That's because Pep's milk is double rich. Whole milk concentrated to double richness by evaporation. Made with pet milk, those holiday cookies and candies cost less, too, because pet milk, rich as it is, costs less generally than any other form of milk. Right now, your grocer is featuring Mary Lee Taylor's special holiday recipes. So tomorrow, go to your favorite grocery store and help yourself to one of the handy pet milk recipe folders for Christmas cookies and candies. And while you're there, get several cans of pet milk for making those good things extra good and for less money. That's pet milk, the first evaporated milk. Get some at your grocer's tomorrow. The McGee's of 79 Wistful Vista are not the kind of people who are willing to go to just any old kind of a party, except at the drop of a hat. But somebody dropped a hat, and here, all dressed and ready to go, we find Fibber McGee and Molly. Tell me, dearie, uh, how did Mayor Latrivia happen to ask us over for dinner tonight? He must be socially desperate. No, I, I think he's done it just to be tactful, kiddo. Tactful? Yeah. You see, I met him downtown this morning and asked him, did he want to go bowling tonight? And he said he couldn't. He was having some people over for dinner, and I said, Who? And he says, oh, just a few friends. And I says, well, that's wonderful. What time? And he says, about seven. And I says, shall we dress? And he says, it might be a good idea. It's a cold day. And I says, okay, boy, we'll be there. Oh, McGee, then we weren't really invited. Why, sure we were. Otherwise, why should he tell us what time to be there? About seven, he says. You forced him to say that. Huh? Call him up and tell him we can't be there. Look, Tootsie, the trouble with women is they don't have a logical mind. If we weren't invited to this fish fry, then why should we say we can't come? And if we was invited, why don't we go? See? QED. Quit educating Daddy. Well... But if it'll make you feel any better, I'll call the trivia and confirm the deal, okay? Wrap it up. I'll take it. Hand me the phone. Oh, no, I can't. By this time, he's went home. Gone home. Sure, but he couldn't have gone unless he had a wink, could he have? Again, lover? I says he must have went, and you says I should have said he must have gone, and I simply pointed out that he couldn't have gone unless he had a wink, could he have? You know, that's the first 30-word sentence I ever heard with 63 grammatical errors in it. I never would have believed it. Come in. Well, for goodness sakes, Dr. Gamble. 
Hi, Fatso. Come in, Doctor. Thank you, my dear. Hello, Baldy. <laughs> what do you mean, Baldy? I got more hair than I ever had in my life. I was referring not so much to the outside of your head, egg face, but the inside. <laughs> I'll bet it's as bare and shiny as a third rail. <laughs> Doctor, did you come into our little home merely to insult me? Yes. Good. <laughs> Sit down and have a cigar and let's get at it. No, 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 don't do that. We haven't got time. We're on our way to a party, Doctor. At La Trivia's? Yeah, how'd you know? He asked me to stop by here and invite you. You mean we hadn't been invited before, Broad Haunch? <laughs> That's it, Butterthumb. He's going to show his home movies that he took this summer. He knew you'd seen them, but he thought Molly might be amused. Oh, I'd love it, Doctor. Now that it's official, I'll have a lot more fun. You know, I hate parties where I have to eat standing up at the sideboard because I wasn't expected to come. <laughs> Who's going to be there? Some of our social equals, I presume, I hope. No, I don't think he's scraping the barrel that deeply. <laughs> These will all be nice people. Governor Olga Bright, Senator Toomey, Alderman Weingand, Mrs. J. Withers, Fetlock, so on. Ooh. Mrs. J. Withers, Fetlock? Mm -hmm. Isn't she that wealthy woman who raises horses outside of town? Uh-huh. The one that gives so much to the community chest they can't close the lid? Yeah, she's got so much dough you think everybody'd hate her. But you know, everybody likes her. Yeah, she's a very nice woman. I treated her for saddle blisters. <laughs> well, I'll see you at the party, children. Seven o'clock and... Mm, I wonder who this is. Come in. Well, put a paddle wheel on my stern and call me Robert E. Lee if it ain't little teeny. Come on in, sis. Hello there, Teeny. Hello, Teeny. Hi, Miss McGee. Hi, Dr. Gamble. I guess maybe I mustn't come in. I guess you're all dressed up for a party or something. Oh, we, we, we got a few minutes, kid. You know Dr. Gamble, eh? Yeah, I do, I betcha. <laughs> he was at our house when the stork brought me. I believe I was at that, Teeny. Mm -hmm. I have kind of a knack for being on hand for things like that. Mm-hmm. But you slipped up the night the stork brought Willie Choop. They had to take a taxi cab over to the hospital to find you. Well, I always try to be hey, available. Hey, Dr. Gamble. Hey. Yes, Teeny? Look, how'd you like to make a deal? Now, watch it, sis. Watch it. I've made deals with this guy before. You'll be lucky to come out with all your bicuspids. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Pay no attention to him, Teeny. As the world's greatest chiseler, he's never found out that a chisel is only good when it gets hit on the head. <laughs> What's the deal? Well... Maybe it's kind of silly, maybe, but, well, I've always wanted a little brother. So, well, I'll trade you my tricycle, which all it needs is a little fixing, like two new wheels and one handlebar, if you'll bring me a little brother, little baby brother, hmm? Will you do it, hmm? Will you, hmm? Please? I, uh, uh, <clears throat> I, uh, you wouldn't settle for a sister? No. Brother and nothing. <laughs> Firm deal. If you want that tricycle, you better get busy, Doctor. Well, I'll do what I can, Teeny, but I make no promises, you understand. I'll have to find out what kind of a stork the stork keeper has in stock. You have to go now? Yes. I'm Willie Cooper going to a birthday party tonight, and i got to go down to Kramer's drugstore and get my costume back. Kramer, been wearing your costume, sis? <laughs> no. Oh. I left it there to be fixed, I betcha. Well, I didn't know Kramer repaired fancy dress costumes, Teeny. What kind of a costume was it, Teeny, and what's Mr. Kramer doing to it? Yeah. Well, it was a kind of a devil costume. Oh, that. Mm-hmm. I wear it on Halloween, and I got the tail tore off in a revolving door. <laughs> 
What made you think Kramer's drugstore could fix it? They got a sign up there that says so. Hmm? It says, We Retail Spirits. <laughs> Billy Mills in the orchestra, and the best thing for you. Thank you. 
Boy, that was good Jerry Cobbler. Wasn't it, Mrs. Fetlock? Uh, don't know, Mr. McGee. I never eat sweet. Oh. Throws me off my feet. I can't go the distance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you could use a few early morning workouts yourself. Ever clock yourself for a quarter mile? No, <laughs> just for the short sprint. <laughs> like to the dinner table and back. Uh, hey, Molly, you met Mrs. Fetlock? Yes, indeed, Dave. She's invited us out to her farm one of these days, and I'd love to go. You do that, Molly, do that. It's only about five miles and three furlongs past the old brewery. You and your groom, come on out and put on the feed bag with me any day, any day at all. About one o'clock is post time for the parade to the manger. Ah. <laughs> put us down as an entry, sis. Uh, speaking of eating, Molly, I've been watching your boy's performance tonight. And I'd give him a 20,000-calorie handicap <laughs> with uh, no apprentice allowance. Mm. He busted out of the gate with a fork in each hand, moved over to the rail with knife and spoon, went into the back stretch with gravy flying, and come under the wire leading by three cherry cobblers. <laughs> was a wonderful dinner, Latrivia. Uh, thank you, McGee. I noticed you seem to be enjoying it. You know, I'm surprised he didn't ask the butler to wrap up a few pieces of that cherry cobbler to take home for the dog, Mr. Mayor. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you had a dog. Now, for that, I'd get one, boy. <laughs> that cherry cob... Oh, hey, look, about them movies of yours, Latrivia. Take my advice and hey, whatever Mr. you... Mr. Mayor, hmm. come on on the phone. Oh, oh, thank you very much, Wilcox. Uh, excuse me, folks. Hey, Latrivia, take my advice and don't show them movies... Nice party, isn't it, Mr. Wilcox? McGee, help Mr. Wilcox set up the projector. Oh, no thanks, pal. I can handle it myself. Oh, let me give you a hand, Junior. There's very little to know about a movie projector that I'm thoroughly familiar with. <laughs> Here, I'll be glad to give you Careful, a Careful, McGee, you'll drop it. Don't now. worry, I know what I'm doing. Oh, dear. <clears throat> Boy, am I clumsy. <laughs> Busted, is it, Junior? Can't show the movies? No, no, it seems to be all right, pal. Mm. These are very sturdy machines. I'd better carry it myself, though. Uh, you plug this cord into the light socket. Even you can handle that. What odds are you giving? <laughs> How'd you get to be such an expert with a movie projector, Junior? Uh, at the office. We show pet milk films to the salesman every week. Oh? Had a dandy double feature this afternoon. The first one was titled Stir Crazy. Or you'll go mad about pet milk in your coffee. <laughs> Sounds like quite an epic. How did the critics rate it? It was rated evapo. Evaporated. Uh -huh. Oh, Nelly. <laughs> and the other feature was called Treasury Agent, or they thought she had a hidden income because she always cooked with double rich pet milk. <laughs> that was a good one. Well, what was the picture about, Junior? Let's go all the way with this. You know, conditions are perfect. New sponsor, cooperated comedian, Gabby announcer, short script. <laughs> Tell us, boy. Well, <laughs> it's about a housewife who thinks her husband is suspicious of her. Yeah? Yeah, he goes to work late, dashes home early, yes, yes, yes. hangs around the house. Yes, yes. But it turns out that since she started cooking all his favorite family dishes with double-rich pet milk, he just hates to leave home. It's an Academy Award picture, or my name isn't Georgia Diefenderfer. <laughs> Well, go on, Milky. Carry on with your nap. Okay, okay. Well, this little housewife, like millions of good cooks everywhere, loves to use pet milk, especially in making candies and cookies and, and desserts, because it's made double rich by evaporation. And it's so nourishing and economical. Well, now that we've heard all about the way you do and, things... And, and, knowing that pet milk is so rich that they can use half pet, half water, 
Or where the recipe calls for cream, they can use pet milk as is and get such delicious, satisfying, wholesome results. And now that I've put my plug in, you take this one and find a wall outlet, will you? Uh, the, oh, 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 okay. Well, come on, Molly, help me find a plug. This project... Oh, hi, Doc. How are you doing? Hello, cobbler gobbler. You leaving, Doctor? Yes, I just got a call from the hospital. One of my former patients dropped in and wanted to pay me for an operation. Oh. The bill is only three months past due, so they're holding him for observation. <laughs> Maybe post-operative shock, but he's probably just drugged. I'll be back later if I can. Hey, La Trivia, I've got to leave now, but I wish... Well, plug in the movie machine, McGee. I'm anxious to see the pictures. Oh, I'm not. If I could get a word in edgeways with the trivia about these movies, I'll bet by gosh, oh, good, here he comes. Who's the distinguished man with him? With the red ribbon across his chest and all the merit badges. I don't know. Merit badges? Oh, I suppose he's some guy... Oh, there you are, McGee. And Molly, I don't think you and McGee have met the Plagiarian ambassador. Mr. Pravdowski, Mr. and Mrs. McGee. Oh, hi, Max. How do you do, I'm sure. I take very deep pleasure to say how do you do. For a case like this, madam, I kiss the hand. Oh, my goodness, that tickles. <laughs> and for you, sir, I took your fist in my fist and we shook. Da. <laughs> Mr. Pravdowski is a great statesman in his own country. Oh, that's all. Yes, he's so beloved by his people, they've only tried to assassinate him five or six times. <laughs> Sound to me like they were trying very hard. <laughs> well, how are things back home, Si? Back home in Plagaria, sir, things is not so hot. Yeah? Everything is a gas. Nothing is for. Oh? For every citizen in Plagaria, we are watching him for secret police. Pretty soon, if everything goes good, we have six police for every citizen. <laughs> then seven, then ten, then no citizens. Everybody's policemen. <laughs> then I go back, wrong for president, shoot all policemen, then everybody's citizen again, and we start over. <laughs> Very sensible. How do you like America, sir? America's wonderful place to be living in it. <laughs> Here is not always looking over shoulder. In Plagaria, is not knowing when he's walking feet frontward and face backward, or we see worse. <laughs> well, uh, I'll let you people talk. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, uh, I have to visit with some of my other guests. Uh, get that projector plugged in, William McGee. Oh. It's getting late. I want to show those movies. No, you don't, kid. Look, I've been trying to tell you why uh, later. Later, McGee. Later, later. Oh, but listen to me, Molly, Mr. Grabowski. Certainly, Mr. Mayor. Arrivederci. I speak 17 languages. Two of them pretty good. <laughs> English, I do not speak so pitchy because I've been so small in this country. <laughs> Maybe when I've been here bigger, I can talk gooder. <laughs> in Plagiary, I'm... Oh, 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 I'm oh, oh, <laughs> Looks like I must have blew a fuse, kiddo. <laughs> All right, folks, don't be alarmed. Just blew a fuse. We'll have it fixed in just a couple of hours. <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer with the King's Man and Teeny. This is the story of the reindeer, a super extraordinary reindeer.
morning light. Oh, the face and acre won't ride tonight. Then Look, Latrivia, he wasn't really C.O. Jones. That was just one of his names. 
Well, but what? You know who that guy is? Hmm. That's Big Z Stumpmeyer, the gangster. And you were going to show the governor moving pictures of you, taking money from him all summer. Oh, good heavens. <laughs> McGee, I, I apologize. It's about time. You've saved oh. my political career. Oh, dearie, you were wonderful. Oh, I, I'm really grateful, McGee. I'm trying all night. I, I <laughs> don't know how to thank you. Oh, well, you don't have to thank you. Oh. <laughs> what, what can I do, my boy, to show my appreciation? Well, I, I don't want to take advantage of the situation, Mr. V, but you see, uh, but, uh, well, uh, my gosh, but... Uh, well, 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 for goodness sake, name it. Name it. What do you want? Is there any more of that cherry cobbler left? River <laughs> and Molly will return in a moment. Isn't it true that you can have more fun and get more done when you feel good? You bet it is. And one food that helps keep you feeling fine is good whole milk, the kind you get in double-rich form when you get Pep's evaporated milk. Yes, double-rich, because Pep milk is sweet country milk concentrated to double-richness. That's why from just a pint of Pep milk, you get the same amount of nourishing whole milk substances that you get from a quart of ordinary bottled milk. And that's why, when you use pet milk for preparing favorite foods, you're giving your family extra amounts of the protective substances that help to keep them feeling their best. So, when it's milk you need, don't get just any kind of milk. Get pet milk, the first evaporated milk. Just to show you how far we'll go for a laugh and how shameless we really are, the joke about we retail spirits that you heard earlier tonight was taken from a minstrel show joke book published in 1873. <laughs> but to prove that we are not entirely unscrupulous, in next week's show we have a completely new joke written especially for us. Be sure to tune in and see if you can tell which one it is. <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. First evaporated milk, pet milk, brings you Fibber McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you? How would you feel if a big burly policeman rang your doorbell looking for your husband? Well, that's what happens to Sally Carter in the story of the week on Pet Milk's Mary Lee Taylor program next Saturday morning. And what husband Jim Carter did to cause him to almost land in jail makes this one of the most hilarious of the Sally Carter series. Mary Lee Taylor's recipe of the week for deviled beef patties is pretty special, too. So tune in sure next Saturday morning for Pet Milk's Mary Lee Taylor on your NBC station. Steve Wilson combats crime next on Big Town on NBC. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.